1: Four with three makes his move, drives in underhand scoop up and good. Curry hit it with point two to go. No, they're gonna wipe it away. Nick Buker says no baskets, and Draymond touched it in the cylinder. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness!
3: It's time
2: for Warriors Wrap Up with John Dickinson. We'll bring you into the locker room and hear from Coach Kerr and the players, highlights from the game, and JD will take your
1: calls. Warriors wrap-up starts now. Yes, it does. Right here on 95-7 the game. John Dickinson with you as the Warriors get the win in a thriller. What a game tonight in Oklahoma City. 141 to 139 is the final. 8889579570889579570 as the warriors are improved to 5 and 1 and 4 and 0 oh on the road as they outscore the thunder in the fourth quarter 35-33 and they wind up winning this game uh, in thrilling fashion two consecutive games now for the warriors where they hit the game winner with 2 tenths of a second Uh, left on the clock and uh, just a hell of a job for the Warriors again battling down the stretch getting enough big stops and enough execution what a drive by Steph Curry there in the the closing seconds uh, for the layup that initially was wiped out on what was deemed to be an offensive basket interference and then everybody going crazy as to what happened did Draymond touch the rim? He did touching the rim is allowed if it doesn't impact the ball going through the net. Then you've got Josh Giddy who grabbed the net pretty clearly, but the call on the floor was that it was an offensive basket interference. So once they go to replay, you don't know what's going to happen. It's pretty clear that Draymond did grab the rim, but did that impact the shot? Well, the officials come back and they explain that, that it didn't impact the shot. I didn't hear Giddy referenced. I know people are going crazy on social media tonight about Giddy grabbing the net. I didn't hear giddy when the official came to the podium, and I know the NBC Bay Area feed cut out of the tail end of the explanation. I had the Oklahoma City feed, which caught, uh, I thought, the full explanation. Regardless of what happened, I think the Warriors caught a break in the fact that, that the officials got together and they wound up counting it. All in all, though, It's a fair result because Giddy clearly grabbed the net, which is a goaltend. Draymond did touch the rim, which there's a difference between touching the rim and grabbing the rim. Did the touch or the grab impact the shot? Referees deem no. Again, all in all, Curry's shot went in in real time. It looked like you you couldn't tell uh, either of the potential. Uh, interference plays had happened. So all in all, what, offsetting penalties, count the basket. It's fair and, and, and as that goes, and the Warriors wind up walking out of Oklahoma City with their fourth consecutive road victory here to begin the season, and the Warriors have their fifth consecutive win overall after dropping the opener, and they go to Sacramento and win. Houston and the Pelicans come back, win the Thriller at Chase on Wednesday night against the Kings, and now they make it in what was really an offense uh only type of a game at least until the final 4 minutes uh they're able to walk out of there and uh, earning earning a victory and and I think you know the call at the end and just the result at the end the warriors ability to execute at the end of the game I think it's another telltale sign as to the fact that that this 2023-24 season is much different than than last year's 2022 23 season uh so when you look at it uh just just the fact that you know the the officials get that call correct and just the fact that that you know it works out in the Warriors favor I feel like last year and I think this was part of what I put out on Twitter and people were coming at me crazy because I said I thought the Warriors caught a break in the fact that after that thing was reviewed it wound up going in the Warriors' favor after the call on the floor went the way that it did in terms of the basket interference. A lot of that is just the Warriors in close games last year, especially on the road. It seemed like whatever weird possible thing could go against them went against them. And I think to this year so far in a couple of close games, one at Chase and and the other one tonight, the Warriors are getting those little breaks. The Warriors are making those plays that that are solidifying themselves. Uh, as, as far as earning those kinds of breaks. And look, Steph Curry just spectacular at the end. Not enough shots maybe for Curry down the stretch, but they got Curry the most important shot in an isolation situation at the end, and, and he was uh, able to deliver. So a lot to like from this game to react here on a, on a Friday night. Warriors fans uh, all riled up. The thrill of victory and, and feeling good about this team is, uh, wow, the Thunder have a lot of young talent, and the Warriors were out-shooting what I thought in the first half was kind of an underwhelming performance in, in a lot of other areas. But when you run through it, the Warriors able to hit 13 three-pointers in the first half, which was impressive. And, and, and the shooting, to me, was what uh, allowed the Warriors to lead 38-33. Uh, tonight, really out-shooting other mistakes, You know, lack of defense, uh, I think it, at times that the thunder were, were were putting their head down and just attacking the cup relentlessly, especially in the third quarter, to the tune of thirty nine points warriors gave up the most points. Uh, they'd given up in a quarter here in the first week and a half of the season. But the shooting was able to allow the Warriors to play a majority of the first half from a position of of the lead. They wind up up a couple at the end uh, of the first half. The game ends up tied into the third quarter. Thought the Warriors were in position to, to really have that third quarter defensively hurt them a lot more than it did. Uh, and, you know, this is another night where you look up and down the box score, And it's a lot of little contributions. I mean, it's big contributions when you look at Stephen Curry, and he goes for 30 points and eight boards and seven assists and the game winner with two-tenths of a second to go for Golden State, and he was spectacular. But tonight was another hot-shooting Clay Thompson game from the start tonight. Draymond Green ends up with 15 points. He ends up with five boards. He ends up with a big assist uh, on a lob to Gary Payton in the closing minutes and a hell of a finish by GP2, who was part of the Warriors' closing lineup. You've got a night where Chris Paul goes 0 for 6, is 1 for 21 now on the season for three-point range, and yet puts a positive imprint on the game for Golden State with 13 assists and ends up being a plus six. You get a guy like Jonathan Kaminga, who in the second half was awesome. Jonathan Kaminga, a lot of key buckets. You know, Kaminga wasn't really rebounding tonight. He wasn't really defending tonight, but and he didn't play well really overall in the first half. But Kaminga in the second half, a lot of those you know driving pull-up in-between jumpers that I think Kaminga really wants to be a large part of, of his game, and he was able to to knock those down, and the Warriors needed those buckets. A lot of those Kaminga buckets, Moody had a couple of key buckets, and a lot of those hoops in the third quarter were right in moments where it looked like the Thunder were going to potentially build a double-digit lead and, and possibly be on the brink of running the Warriors out of the building. So the young players, I thought, in this one, key contributors in their own way even if you look up top to bottom at the end of the night and they didn't uh, didn't necessarily play the best games overall. More than made up for it did Kaminga in, in the second half. He ended up with 19 points on 9 of 15, so offensively, Kaminga was a force in this game and his body type and style he fits with the Oklahoma City players body type and style where the Thunder were just putting their head down and attacking the rim like that's something Kaminga was able to do and hit some of those little pull-ups in the in-between game and the Warriors really 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 needed it. Andrew Wiggins showed some life with 17 the, the, the Warriors needed that and uh, this just a, a hell of a test in the first game of the group play of the in-season tournament. The Warriors in the group with the Thunder and the Spurs and Minnesota and Sacramento. All these Friday and Tuesday night games between now and the end of November are all going to be tournament uh, games, in-season tournament games. So the Warriors 1-0 in tournament play uh, and we'll keep tabs on everything San Antonio does uh, in, in other nights where they play. The, the Kings are not playing tonight. Uh, Minnesota, all these teams going to play each other in the group play at different points. And you'll add it all up, and the top team from the group winds up in the the uh, final eight with a shot to go to Vegas that, that first week of December and, and play for the in-season tournament championship. I, I thought the game had juice. I thought the Warriors thrived again. Oklahoma City, like Sacramento, is another building that has a lot of emotion and energy and 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 just a good vibe with the fans that that love the game and I think the Warriors thrive in those hostile environments I think Curry really thrives in those hostile environments but uh, it's just a hell of a win hell of a win uh, tough defense uh, tough defense I thought down the stretch the Warriors really stiffened up down the stretch uh, I mentioned Draymond Green's spectacular pass in the finish by Gary Payton II the Warriors did get beat back door by Lou Dort uh, but Dort was fouled, split the pair, and so the game was, was tied before Steph Curry goes down and uh, is able to hit the layup and then all the, the controversy over the ruling on the floor and Draymond grabbing the rim and Giddy grabbing the net and the official uh, saying uh, after the ball game that uh, the touch was basically inconsequential on the ball flight was the part that that uh, the Oklahoma City feed had had as far as Draymond's impact on it that it didn't have an impact on the ball going through the cylinder, therefore it was allowed again doesn't matter whether whether giddy was was part of that explanation or not, although i I know others said they did hear that. I know it was put on Twitter by people that I think are speculating that that that, that giddy was part of the deal. We'll get you the update on it, regardless it doesn't matter, and again, above everything else. I think the result is more than fair. I mean, Curry's shot was going down. Draymond's touch didn't alter anything. And then on top of that, Giddy grabbed the rim. So all in all, it's a fair fair result, I think, for the Warriors, fair result for the Thunder, and the Warriors have got to be thrilled now. Four road wins for Golden State on the season as they're able to get out of Oklahoma City. And yeah, initially I thought, oh boy, Draymond touched the rim. They called it uh, a, a illegal uh, interference there. I, I thought... You know, the Warriors may not get this call. And and so, yeah, I thought they, they did catch a little bit of a break, but sometimes you have to catch a break for the right call to be made. And I think that's what happened in, in this particular uh instance. All right, eight at eight, nine five seven-nine five seven zero. Let's get the Filmo mic uh up first here on the phone lines tonight on Warriors wrap up as we keep things going here till nine o'clock at 95-7 the game. What's going on, Philmo? Oh, we lost Filmo. All right, well, Philmo's line is open. Triple Eight, Nine five seven zero eight 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 nine five seven nine five seven zero. Uh, as the Warriors put one forty one up, and uh, they beat Oklahoma City in Oklahoma City by two, and now the Warriors going to continue their road trip four zero on the road. Three more to come at Cleveland, at Detroit. Big one that everybody's going to have their eye on at Denver coming up here uh, on Wednesday. Five nights from from tonight as uh, the Warriors will go at it against the defending champions. But again, this is just a different, different feel, different vibe for this Warriors team. They're, they're sticking with it. I mentioned this. I mentioned this uh, during the game, and, and I put this one out on Twitter, one of my less controversial tweets of the, of the evening. Uh, put this one out on Twitter that the Warriors felt like they lost this game or a game exactly like it last year by about 20 times. Like you know, defense optional game, younger athletic team kind of handed it to him a little bit. The offense is is along for the ride for the Warriors, but can they get enough big stops when they need to? And it, it just seemed like you know, how many times did we see the Warriors close game on the road, almost regardless of opponent, whether it was a veteran team or a younger team with more of youthful energy. It just felt like that was a game that the Warriors didn't win a, a year ago. And so for them to again flip the script, I think both of these last two games are another step toward, hey, this year is going to be different than last year. And, and when you try to throw everything out and you try to say the vibes are better and the pieces fit better and the young players and the veteran players are much more connected together, there's been a stick-to-itiveness. There's been a there's been a, a relentlessness to the Warriors to where they, they keep fighting even when things aren't going all that well for them. And I, I thought they, they did that tonight, and I singled out Jonathan Kaminga. I thought is a perfect example. I mean, he was really bad. Erratic, three turnovers in the first half. The Warriors survived, though. This was a survivor's type of a game for Golden State. They're getting attacked relentlessly by the, the younger Thunder going to the basket, and they, they, they come up with enough offense to match. They're patient enough to get good shots and go down and score the other end because the Thunder really weren't intent on playing a whole hell of a lot of defense them, themselves in this game tonight. So The Warriors, I thought, stayed poised in, in the game tonight, which allowed them to you know, never get too far out of pocket to where you know, they were down. You know, seven was the most they were down, but anytime it got to a point where it was on the fringe, Kaminga bucket, Moody hits a three, Clay pops one in, I haven't even mentioned Dario Saric, who had 20 freaking points tonight in 20 minutes. Uh, Dario Saric got so buried in the fact that he wasn't a part of the closing lineup and the, and the whole game uh, all hell broke loose in the final four minutes and really in the final 38 seconds to where you're not even mentioned Dario Saric tonight, who goes for 20 and knocks down four three-pointers. He had three in a, in a in the first quarter. And the Warriors needed every bit of those. 18 of 40 for the Warriors from three-point range, 45%. How about the Warriors getting to the free throw line 25 times tonight? That was key. They ended up with one more free throw make on the same amount of attempts as, as the Thunder. If the Warriors aren't getting to the free throw line tonight, they're not walking out of Oklahoma City with a with a win. All right, eight, 8 9570. five seven ninety five seventy. Let's give Filmo Mike another shot here on 95.7 five seven. The game. What's up,
3: Filmo? What's up with it? What's up with it, man? My bad, my bad. Uh, Shout out to you, JD. Uh, Shout out to the the, the board ops and stuff. But nah, man.
0: Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
3: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game.
1: That's why they make ordering from your couch easy.
2: And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state
3: law. I've always loved Lou Dort. I'm going to go a little different angle. Great game. I always loved Lou Dort and his game and, and and the Thunder got some ballers, man. Shout out to them. They didn't even play with uh with Shay. So that's crazy. And then they had uh Giddy was going crazy. Shout out my Australians. Australians can really play basketball. Big shout out to Joe Ingles. Uh my last point is I'm feeling the in-game tournament, in season tournament. They need to go wacky, though. They need to just go all out. They got the crazy uh, court. They need to do the old-school NBA colorful ball. You feel what I'm saying? I mean, they're going to be playing in Vegas anyway. They need to go ahead and do some wacky uniforms. And then the teams – and I know Peter Goober going to do this. They need to coordinate some nights where it kind of makes sense to go kind of like wild. You know what I'm saying? I think that will be really sick, for real, for real. But, nah, great game, y'all. Keep doing your thing, J.D. Yeah,
1: appreciate it, Mike. Uh, Mike's line open, 888-957-9570. I, you know, look, I – I think there was added juice. I don't know if it was a Friday night in Oklahoma City with a young Thunder team that, that I think the people in OKC are excited about. And you've got Steph Curry coming through with the you know, Warriors that have won four titles and, and all of that. I think Curry loves playing in that building. I think Draymond and Clay clearly love playing in that building. You know, Game 6 Clay was in that building back in 2016. Curry hit the double bang. Uh, you know, the Warriors have had a lot of great moments. Uh, their championship core players in the early part of the dynasty in that building. Uh, and, you know, I was at covering the Western Conference finals in OKC back in 2016. I was at all three games there and it was it was electric. I mean, it was every bit of Roracle, uh, you know, in, in the heyday in, in those. It was every bit of old Arco 20 years ago in, in, in Sacramento when the Kings were, were doing their thing. Uh, and so I, I think the Warriors vibe off of that. The, the Champions core players really like that. I think that was part of it. I think the NBA did the thing with the courts just to let everybody know if you happen to be watching one of those games, oh, that's a tournament. That's an in-season tournament game because I think people were going to find it confusing to know which nights they're playing because it's basically every Friday. Every game in November that's either a Friday or a Tuesday is an a, is a in season tournament group play game throughout November, and then they're going to cobble up the results, and the top eight teams are going to be in the actual tournament, which is going to be the first week of December. But I think in, in a way it was brilliant uh, because the courts definitely stand out. I think some of them are pretty pretty fire. I think other uh, other ones are a little rough uh, around the edges. But I think the NBA wanted to put everybody on blast and say, hey, uh, these are the tournament games. Go you know go go get it. Uh, go get it, and so uh, I, I think there has been some added juice. Uh, you know, one night in, I'm I'm a I I am can not I wasn't a fan of it, but one night in, I can't really disagree with it because that was an awesome basketball game. Maybe it would have been an awesome basketball game regardless of whether it was an in-season tournament game. We'll never know, but it was an awesome basketball game. So uh, the Warriors get the win uh, by two. Wyatt in Hawaii here on ninety-five-seven. The game. Hey, Wyatt. How's it
3: going? Hey, how's What's going it going, on, man? Doing good, doing good. Wow, wow, wow! What a win! What a win! Um, just want to give my two cents about the game. Great second unit again. I've been I've been very impressed about our second unit. Um, that by Chris Paul. Um, he's been doing wonders, giving us control of the ball and all that stuff. Um, and you know. This is the second game where it came down to point two seconds, and you know what this 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 game like and the last game gave me a little bit of, like heart. like it, it got me a little bit nervous, but you know whatever we can do together wins, I'll take it um, thanks for taking my call
1: that you got it wyatt 957 at yeah, the Warriors bench is, is doing the job. 57-37 tonight. 20 from Sarich, 19 from Kaminga, 13 assists for Chris Paul. Moses Moody had eight. Gary Payton II had an efficient nine and was a key component of the Warriors' defensive strategy down the stretch. You saw Steve Kerr go offense-defense. I thought it was going to be interesting to see who Steve Kerr finished the game with tonight. Would it be GP2? Would it be Kaminga, who I thought warranted possibly finishing? Uh, and it, would he go back to Chris Paul, which ultimately he did go f- to Chris Paul over Kaminga down the stretch in Wiggins' spot. And then he also went uh, with Gary Payton II, basically in, in the Looney spot. And then he was going offense-defense. He was putting Wiggins... And Kaminga in defensively on a couple of those final possessions for Chris Paul and Steph Curry, knowing he had timeouts, knowing he had the ability to to get the offensive players back on the floor if the Warriors needed an offensive possession. So I thought I thought Steve Kerr really managed that all well tonight, and and you know got Peyton out there for his defense, and Peyton was all over the place defensively at the end of the game, and I, I, there weren't a lot of stops to be had for the Warriors, but. Peyton was there getting a couple of them when when Golden State really needed them. And so I think, you know, you give him credit for, you know, a couple of stops uh, at different junctures, you know, going up against Dort. He stopped uh, Jalen Williams uh, on on one play. uh, And, you know, he had the big catch of Draymond's pass. I I thought, you know, GP2, you know, he's healthy and and really looks – he looks like the guy that the Warriors had a couple years ago. I mean, I, I go back, you know, to when the Warriors made the trade, and it wasn't so much the Wiseman component of the trade. It was more the, you know, can Gary Payton be healthy enough to make an impact not only last year, which he did, but also this year and for the remaining years that, that he signed, you know, this year and next year on on that deal after the Warriors brought him back into the fold. And, and he's shown to this point that he, he – has been able to hold up, and the Warriors I think deserve some credit for for getting him, for getting him healthy, uh, and 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 keeping him healthy to this point because he is an impactful player, and the Warriors read the room on that one, and 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 they deserve the credit, and I, I think they've they've earned the credit as far as that one goes. All right, eight 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 nine five seven ninety five seventy. John Dickinson here on Warriors wrap up a ninety five seven. The game Dubs get the win, one forty one to one thirty nine. In Oklahoma City, Stephen Curry with the game winner with two-tenths of a second to go. It's consecutive games for the Warriors where they get the game winner with two-tenths of a second to go. When you look at Klay Thompson with the jumper against the Kings the other night, Uh, over at Chase Center. All right, let's get to uh, a couple of things here. Let's get to our uh, extending the three-point line. Sterling, I'm sure we got that ready to roll. Uh, Our extending the three-point line, which is brought to you by West Coast Men's Health. J-Dub gets Curry again, drives on him, takes him to the paint, to the rim, shot knocked away by Wiggins, loose ball. Curry takes it off the glass. Curry in traffic, stops and fires away from 25. Curry, way downtown, nailed it. Uh, He wanted that one. No doubt. Curry wanted that one. Curry got that one. One of his five threes. Steph's made at least four threes in every game to this point this season. All six of them. Five of ten. And is Steph Curry... I can't believe I'm going to do this. Er, early MVP for Curry, right? Early MVP leader for Steph Curry. What are we, a week and a half into the season? I, I say, yeah, what, a week and a half. Yeah, well, yeah, we're about a week and a half into the season. Never too early to start throwing around MVP awards. Hell, if we're starting the in-season tournament, game six of the season, I guess we could start talking MVP award. But yeah, Steph has just been spectacular. And in these road games, even more so. Uh the, the four games on the road and maybe not enough shots for curry tonight overall considering how hot he was but just an unbelievable 38 and 7 floor game for Steph Curry with five threes and got to the free throw line seven times Steph Curry there with your extending the three point line three pointer for tonight that is brought to you by West Coast Men's Health successfully treating men for ED and chronic pain visit West Coast Men's Health dot com for more details all right eight at 88-957-9570. as it is warriors wrap up here on 95.7 the game john dickinson keep this thing rolling here for about another eight to ten minutes uh, as we get you closer to nine o'clock also want to let everybody know we'll have uh, warriors this week we debuted the twenty three twenty four edition of warriors this week Last week, and it'll be back tomorrow, 9 a.m. until noon, right here on 95.7 the game. Looking forward to talking to the people tomorrow from 9 to noon. Dan Devone is going to be uh, joining me for that show. Appreciated having Evan Giddings through the first week. Going to mix it up as far as the co hosts go this year on Warriors' wrap up, but uh, be nice to, to chat with Dan Devone about what was just a thrilling win for the warriors uh, fun game awesome game to watch awesome game to talk about so many different heroes for the warriors and again i think two different ways these last two games the warriors i thought did it with grit and grime against the kings kind of winning ugly when they didn't seem to have any juice coming off the road trip i thought the warriors were much more energetic in the game tonight but the Thunder have a lot of young talent, and they are you know, loaded and relentless in attacking the rim and, and have a lot of offensive prowess. They didn't even have Shea Gilders alexander in this game tonight, who's uh, an all-star uh, player for them, an all-star starting player uh, for, for Oklahoma City, uh, as he had been out with the injury he sustained on, on Wednesday night. And uh, they, they just come away. Because Oklahoma City's got a real bright future, and I think they are, from a physical standpoint a, and an athleticism standpoint, a tough matchup for the Warriors. And the Warriors you know, hung with it offensively. You know, it was the defense and the grit and grime Wednesday. I thought tonight it was the offense and the patience and the fluidity. Too many turnovers at times. Steph had too many turnovers at times. Kaminga had a rough first half when it came to, to, to turnovers. But the Warriors, I thought, held their mud, hit shots, stayed poised. And, you know, this was something the Warriors really weren't able to do last year. As I mentioned, they would get in these games that would go down the stretch, offensive game, and they just couldn't get the stops they needed. They'd miss one shot, and it felt like that flipped the game. And, and here uh, in these last couple of games, big shot clock violation the other night uh, before Sabonis banked in that, that 17-footer. Uh, that led up to the Klay Thompson make, but the Warriors really got stops and repeated stops on Wednesday. Tonight, they got the stops in the final couple of minutes, but they were able to, you know, they did it with their offense tonight is is the point that I'm getting at after kind of doing it with their defense in the game the other night uh, against Sacramento. So all in all, hell of a win for the Warriors. Everybody will take it. Got a little weird there at the end. Didn't know if they were going to get that call. Uh, although, again, I think it was the correct result when you add up the fact that Draymond's touch of the rim didn't impact the ball, which the referee did explain in the overturn upon review, and then, of course, Giddy grabbing the net, which is a, a defensive goaltend, which would have counted the basket that it went through. So, offsetting penalties, basket counts, Warriors get the win and uh, they'll, they'll take it onto Cleveland and the Cavaliers on Sunday afternoon. All right, keep it rolling here on the phones. We also have our hardest worker of the game coming up here uh, in the next few minutes, uh, but let's roll back to the phones and get to Al in Alameda. Al, the floor is yours, my friend. You are on Warriors Wrap-Up. Good to chat with you. First time this season. Al, how are you? Yes, hi. Good evening.
0: Thank you for taking my call. First time this year. Uh, you know, uh, I know this new format's going on. It got me excited and everything. Uh, but I guess I'm more excited it's our lineup and CP3, a uh, CP2. I'm sorry. It's it's just I uh, you know I used to hate them. Now I love them. I love them. I, he's he's helping out there. I think our turnovers went down from 60%. I'm just guessing right now. 10%. I'm, I'm so serious about this. You know, uh, Jordan Poole not being in there. You know, he's a nice guy. Good player. But the turnovers really went down. And and we have Zarek in there. CP2 and all this help we're getting. Uh, uh, Gary Payne too. Everybody's contributing. I, I just like it. Uh, I don't know what, what, what else to say. I mean, when, we have we have players like thirty plus like four or five of them, but still we're in there right now so i'm looking forward to i don 't want to say to thirty a playoff but you know i'm i'm very happy about
1: our our uh, uh going through right now thank you thanks al appreciate it uh yeah lot to like for the warriors in, in this one tonight, and everybody is contributing and I think there are a lot of warrior fans that were a little bit skeptical about Chris Paul and, and just and not even necessarily skeptical as to the impact that he could make, but skeptical to the the notion of it's just gonna be weird to root for the guy because he's been so hated by this fan base for so long. That that to me was more what it was. Not that you didn't think Chris Paul couldn't come in and help. And, and I think that's the differentiation point between the fan base and the other future Hall of Famers on the Warriors. And I've said this a lot. I'm going to continue to say it. Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, those three guys have the utmost respect for what Chris Paul brings to the table and how he can not only help them but help the help the rest of this team get back to where they want to be. They have a lot more respect for Paul, the player, uh, I, I think than, than uh, you know a majority of the fans even do. And I think that's where the fans are, are kind of taking – I think they're taking their cues from the fact that the Big Three had been so welcoming of Paul as much as he had been a villain and all the antics and different things. Like, nobody's wrong that, that didn't like Chris Paul as a Warriors opponent. I mean, nobody, nobody's wrong. I'm not arguing with anybody. He was probably the all time villain team, you know, with Harden and LeBron and, and Westbrook and, and some others throughout the years. But he definitely has the ability to 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 help this team and I think everybody knows it and I think you know to to be as impactful as he's been despite being one for twenty one overall from three I think that that tells the story all right Luke Man and Vallejo next here on ninety five seven the game hey Luke Man
0: hold on sir we're gonna
3: to have to put you on hold
1: Luke Man you putting me on hold you putting them on hold I think Luke Man put me on hold Luke Luke Man put me on hold which means well oh, sorry Luke Man we're gonna to have to We're going to have to chat another night here because i got to get to the Hardest Worker of the Game. Hardest Worker of the Game brought to you by the Alameda County Sheriff's Office who works hard to serve the community. Are you looking for a career in law enforcement? Learn more about job opportunities at joinacso.com. That's joinacso.com, Alameda County Sheriff's Office working hard to serve the community. And uh, the hardest worker of the game tonight for me is going to be GP2. GP2, four of six, nine points, three boards, couple of steals, and just uh, one guy on the floor playing with a lot of defensive intensity when there really wasn't a lot of defensive intensity for about 44, 45 minutes of this game. So I I, I give the nod to to Gary Payton II. Also the, the key finish, GP2 knocked down a three, and he is one of the many. You know, Steve Kerr stayed true to form with regard to, hey, that fifth player that's going to be out there is going to be matchup and night-specific. We've seen Kaminga finish games. We've seen Chris Paul finish games. We've seen Gary Payton II now finish games for the Warriors. We saw Saric finish uh, a game for the Warriors as well. And so, you know, Steve Kerr had said that it is going to rotate. And the best players against the best matchups on, on that night are going to be the guy that the guys that finish the game. And I think Steve Kerr stayed true to that. And if every one of these players is getting opportunities to be out there, I think it's only going to add to the confidence level that those players have on their specific night when Steve Kerr taps him on the shoulder and says, hey, tonight's going to be your night because you're having the best game or you're the best matchup for the the opponent that, that we have tonight to to get the job done. And so, uh, yeah, Gary Payton II, just bringing a different dynamic to the floor in his 22 minutes. He is the hardest worker of the game for tonight. Brought to you by Alameda County Sheriff's Office, who works hard to serve the community. Again, if you're looking for a career in law enforcement, learn more about job opportunities at joinACSO.com. Fun show tonight. Quick show tonight. That was a long game. Uh, But the good news is we're going to keep things rolling bright and early tomorrow morning at 9 o'clock right here on 95.7 The Game. So if you didn't get a chance to get in tonight on Warriors Wrap-Up, give us a call tomorrow on Warriors This Week. It'll be John Dickinson and Dan Devone with you here uh, from 9 until noon on 95.7 The Game, taking your phone calls. Uh, Quick note on this one before we call it a a night. Uh, Actually, a few notes on this one. Uh, A couple of notes from Elias. Uh, the most assists tonight, Chris Paul had 13 assists, no turnovers. Most assists without a turnover in a, in a game since turnovers were tracked. Uh, going back 45 years now uh, for a, a Warriors player off the bench, most assists without a turnover. Stephen Curry, ninth career game winner. Ninth career game winning shot in the final five seconds. The last one, you go back to January of 2022, his first career buzzer beater against the Rockets. That's the last time Steph had a game winner in the final five seconds. He has one tonight uh, as the Warriors get the win by two. And also from Elias, uh, this is the first time uh, since 1997-98 the Warriors have had two consecutive wins where they either had a game-winning field goal Or game-winning free throw in the final seconds of each game. And so, yeah, wow. Uh, First time in 25 years. Warriors doing some special things in the close games uh, as they get the job done on consecutive nights. Winning by one against the Kings. Winning by two against Oklahoma City. We'll see what they have in store Sunday in Cleveland and Monday in Detroit before they head to Denver and then are back home a week from tomorrow. Thanks to Sterling Bennett. Thanks to everybody in our San Francisco studios. I'm John Dickinson. This was a fun one. Wild finish. Big and much-deserved win for the Warriors as they get the job done, 141-139. to 139. We'll talk to you tomorrow morning right here on your home for Warriors basketball. Warriors get the win by two, and you heard it all right here on 95.7 The Game. Good night.
2: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance.